0: The moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine, Only on the BetQL Network. And welcome back into Tapped Out here on the VetQL Network. Round two, hour two with Brendan Tobin and Jake Nowaker. A special thank you to Bo Nickel for joining us. Uh, Bo Nickel, Hamzad Chimaev. Do, do you think that Bo Nickel would actually, like, are we all, is i was gonna say is Bo ready but then i think about it and i'm like hold on hamzat just got here yesterday during covid how do you think that fight would go down
1: that's so tough to say man because like (laughs) i don't know it's tough to see what Bo's really tested against because hamzat to his credit has been tested we've seen him in there with the the gilbert burns as we've seen him in there with real dudes but Look, if he looks anything like with the – we don't see odds like this, Sean. We don't see guys who are, are minus 2,200 to go win a fight. That's such an odd thing to see in the sport of mixed martial arts. Like, seeing minus 800 is kind of crazy on, on a given night when we're doing this stuff. I I don't know. It's t- it, I, I would like to see, you know, a little bit more of what his striking would be. We've only seen him – not got to do with a mullet on the regional scene and Jorge Masvidal's icon uh, icon MMA. So I need to see a little bit more before I can definitively say that he'd beat Hamzat. But everybody says that this guy's the truth. And if you're that good a wrestler and you have, we have seen what a great base that is for the sport. Man, I I, I would definitely be excited to see. The thing that's fascinating about it though is, you know, with Bo, I feel like he's making a mistake if he slow rolls it. I think that there's something to just coming in here, beating the brakes off of somebody, and then calling somebody out right at the top and just saying, hey, I get it. You know, you maybe want to slow roll, do the, the, the slick Sean and I think that's overthinking it. I think that Sean's got a uniqueness, uh, a great social media presence that can drag that out. I don't necessarily know if Bo has that. I feel like he should just keep buzzsawing it, take fight after fight after fight, and uh, and get to it.
0: I also think the difference is with Bo, the proof is already in the pudding with his fighting, like we've seen for years. I should say, at least as a wrestler, we people have known about Bo Nickel for a long, long time. I mean, as far as college wrestlers go, he's got accolades as good as anybody. In the case of Sean O'Malley, who is the skinny kid off the Contender Series, right? Who is this kid? Who's this kid that's out there? It's 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 puffing joints and it's got his own podcast and it has got the cool hair and all these different things. And then we see him fight and it's like, Oh dang. So I think that's the difference, but I tend to agree with you overall with um with Bo Nickel. I mean, if we're even having the conversation about Hamza Shamayev right now, if he's a twenty to one favorite tonight, I mean come on, or I should say a one to twenty favorite tonight, he he is that dude. You know who's really that dude though? John Jones, and he's back tonight the greatest of all time, Bones Jones versus Cyril Gone. Let's talk legacy here for just a second. You and I, and most people consider John to be the greatest of all time. Whether you think that he did it enhanced or whether you think, like Dana White said earlier this week, that he should get those fights overturned, whatever. Once he steps into the octagon, he's incredible. As far as his legacy goes, what do you think the difference is between winning tonight and losing versus Cyril Gone?
1: i am in the camp of a lot of his legacy is already set uh in stone just because you think about you know youngest champion ever how many times he defended it the iconic ways he did it the the murderers row of people he took out and also i think part of him being in that era and knowing that he probably took on some guys who were definitely sauced up as well there's like a there's a, there's a reason like I'm easier on uh, a Barry Bonds when talking baseball is because I know he played in an era where everybody was juiced to the gills. You know, John Jones was in the TRT era. He's fought Vitor Belfort, Chael Sonnen, guys who we know were definitely doing something and definitely were affected once the rules changed. Um, and even some of the, uh, the 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 levels that he was at back then wouldn't even register these days. So we were also in the infancy of drug testing and things like that. Um so I do weigh it a little bit differently than maybe, like, a TJ Dillashaw where, like, you know, we're already got the rules set. He's, you know, doing this to cut weight or things like that. But, you know, I don't know if a loss today would affect me too much. I, I It doesn't – you know, look, Anderson Silva, I, I already feel that to be a guy who's one of the best of all time. And that guy took, what, seven, eight, nine losses. The guy got knocked down by Jake Paul. I still respect what he did in his uh, – in his MMA career and how electric he was, John's gonna be no different for me. I, I know that that guy was the best, uh, the the best to do it, the best on the planet. Um, and I understand what a challenge this is. You know, you're you're talking about a three three and a half year layoff. That is a ton of time to come back and fight. Uh, if he wins tonight, you know, then we're talking about. You know, will he ever be touched? Will anybody ever be able to touch that legacy? So I feel like it's it's a very big uh, cherry on top kind of fight for him.
0: Have you been paying attention to the line movement? So, John, so the night that this fight got announced, remember it got slipped on the side of T-Mobile. We were actually on the air, and I was saying, that sounds like a pick'em fight to me, except it's John Jones, so I think that John is probably going to come off as a, as, as a little bit of a favorite and then the line came out and john was like i think it opened at a minus 125 minus 130 and then he went up to minus 150 and then yesterday he was at minus 170 and then this morning he was at minus 185 what i'm telling you is if you want to bet john jones run to the window or to bet mgm right now because
1: by the time this fight actually goes off i think john's going to be a two-to-one favorite i mean we said that you know when this first got announced, and I said like I would bet John Jones now because I feel like the fandom and everybody is going to start gearing towards betting John Jones. And it's been fascinating seeing the coverage of it too because I do feel like the narrative on a lot of people predicting this fight has been much like you. Like you were a guy or like come on, and three and a half years off, and then like you're just like, but what am I doing? I'm betting against John Jones. It seems so like silly. Why would I? Why would I go against that? Especially at like a number I never get him at. Um, it's a lot like, you know, we just had this weeks ago with Volkanovski. I'm gonna not have the number one pound for pound fighter at at, at, at plus three hundred. Like why would I why would I not try that? And yeah, you lost, but like not by much. Uh it was it was a, a close go of it. So I, I, I I'm not surprised to see that a lot of people have come in on 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 John Jones and are betting him. Um not saying that there's not valid questions out there there are you know i think that that layoff and that time and his body i think they're they're all valid what's his cardio going to be like these are all interesting questions but but as far as seeing the line keep going in john's favor that doesn't surprise me at all
0: and the actual promotion of this fight has been so one sided right like every commercial is the return of john jones and john's big on the poster and all these
1: different things do we know how good cyril gane is it's an interesting question. Um, I think that he, uh, he proved a lot. I think in his last fight against Ty of, of how durable he is, he's able to take a big shot. Certainly everybody looks to the Francis fight. I mean, like he was, he looked like he was going to cruise his way to the championship and, you know, you know, not to bring up a, you know, not to bring up a sore spot on this show, but it looked a lot like the Eagles about to go to winning the championship. Mm. And then all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes gets shot up and then, you know, has a comeback. And so like you, maybe the numbers, yes, it said that, you know, Jalen hurts was the better guy that day stats wise, but Patrick Mahomes did what he had to do to go win. Sorry that I brought that up for you boys, but anyway, um, yeah, I think that surreal gun is still very good. Like the guy is light on his feet. He has a lot of John Jones striking qualities. You know, he has a lot of that. If John Jones were to perfectly go to heavyweight and be that striker, this is what you would think he looks like. I would say if there's a power advantage, I would say it definitely goes to surreal gone. Um, And we, that is a big thing with me because one, you know, John Jones, we've always wanted to see him against that pure power puncher. He ain't Francis, but he's still dangerous. It is heavyweight. So that is going to be interesting to see how John holds up. He's typically been a guy with a lot of heart and being able to take big shots against guys like Tiago Santos, Alexander Gustafsson, people like that. But we never got to see him like against the late great Anthony rumble Johnson, and see how he holds up. But I think everybody looks at this and say the X factor is the wrestling is John going to polish off that wrestling if he gets into a, a tough spot and how does surreal deal with that because he did not deal with that great against the guy in France who not only outgrappled him and outmuscled him but did it injured because he was he, he had a torn ACL when he w- when he won that fight.
0: First of all, never apologize for talking about the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. You can do that.
1: I was mostly apologizing to Jake.
0: Well, Philly lost, and that's how it goes, and they'll be back in a few years. The Chiefs will be back next year and win it again. Jake Noaker, Brendan Tobin, Sports Machine, Sean Levine, talking a little football and talking a little fighting here on the BetQL Network. Um, I think you were being tongue-in-cheek when you said John wins, and then he's
1: going to call out Daniel Cormier. You don't really mean that, right? Well, I mean, it's a little ruined now that I know the plan is steep, eh? but I would have liked it. I think it would have been hilarious <laughs> if you would have done that. Uh, you know, it, it, did you see, uh, I don't know if you saw on the countdown show today, but did you see the, uh, the sub graphic on Daniel Cormier? They usually put like, hey, Chris, why was it? Chris Weidman, former middleweight champion. And then under Daniel Cormier, it said Daniel Cormier only allowed to work because John Jones approved it. <laughs> <laughs> that's tremendous.
0: That's great. That's, that's great. I am looking forward though, to see how the broadcast goes. It's just one of the things that I'm interested in with the goat, John Jones coming back tonight one more question from the surreal perspective what do you think it means to be the guy that takes out john jones if we agree that he's the goat if we agree that he's quote air quotes undefeated if you're the guy that takes him out everybody's going to be talking about you right
1: oh yeah that's a huge feather in his cap for sure if surreal is able to get that and, and especially look it's as good as you can do with without being able to and apparently not going to ever have the opportunity to be able to avenge the Francis and Ganu loss if Dana White is true to his word and Francis is never coming back and you're never going to be able to get that fight because that's got to kill surreal. Like to to feel like I I I could beat that guy. I, I can definitely make some adjustments to 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 go be Francis. So if you can't do that, this is about as good as it gets to be the one and only to truly defeat John Jones, not be a DQ, not be a no contest, to really be able to do that yeah that's that's uh I'm not putting it on top of the the Mount Rushmore of the UFC but man you're gonna you're definitely gonna go down I mean everybody remembers Chris Wyman for being the guy who stopped Anderson Silva uh even with all the downfalls that his career had and, and all the uh adversity that his career had it's still everyone everyone remembers that everybody remembers you're the guy that that got Anderson Silva it's it's a huge huge thing for surreal God if he's able to do that
0: only since you asked my mental rush more of the UFC would be Anderson, Khabib, GSP, and John Jones. And that's just, that's just how good of fighters they were. If I was talking about like how important people were to the, to the promotion and to the success and all that stuff, then he has to start talking about like, you know, Hoist Gracie and Chuck Liddell and Ronda Rousey and some other names come up. But if we're just talking about the best four fighters that I've ever seen, I got Anderson, Khabib, GSP, and then John Jones at the very top. Uh, We'll get into the method of the madness here so people can make some money before we get out of here, and we'll break down who's going to win, how they're going to win, submission, if it's going to go inside the distance. Before we do that, though, what style do you see this fight going down? Because I think at least for a round, maybe two, these guys kind of feel each other out a little bit, talking about the main event, John Jones and Surreal Gone. But then at least midway through the second round, and by the third, I think both guys are trying to get the finish at that point.
1: learn more at marines.com Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you i think slow start is probably natural because you know john typically will like to get the read on guys he likes to make likes to make a lot of his opponents uncomfortable with like kicks to the knee we know that he we know that he is uh he is ripe for an eye poke on somebody cuz he loves Good old to stick eye those poke, giant for sure he l- loves to stick those paws out and I, why wouldn't you you look at this matchup and he's he's not, unsurprisingly even though they're the same height has a few inches of reach advantage which has always been one of the things that makes him special is that he is able to keep guys at a distance he is able to uh he is he's able to you know get those kicks at the knees that's what makes him special is that he can, he can avoid that danger uh in a lot of spots i think the thing that'll be interesting for surreal is you know, as crazy as it sounds, and as much as he struggled the last time against Francis, I do think that there's a little bit to what is it like for John to be able to handle that body? What is it going to be like for him to have a heavyweight wear on him? Um, I think that those are going to be important. I'm not saying take it down, but maybe wear on him against the cage a little bit. We see that Surreal is really, really good with his elbows too from close range. So if he sees some openings there, even though you got to be obviously uh, head on a swivel for John Jones and his spinning elbows – uh, that's gonna be an interesting uh, that's gonna be an interesting thing to see what they do in the clench in those positions because you know I, if I'm if I'm surreal, I want to impose my will on John however I can. and fighting at a distance, even though maybe you feel like you have a speed advantage, can you really get in there to John Jones, who's so good at breaking his opponents down on the feet? You could bet on
0: will there be an eye poke? about two to one are the odds on that, and uh, something tells me. Knowing John Jones, there will be. I love this card, man. The King of Kansas City is back. Julian Marquez on this card. Derek Brunson, Drakus DuPlessis, Cody Garbrandt, Bo Nickel, who you heard earlier here on tapped out. Matisse Gamrod's back in the octagon. Shavkat Rachmanov. Valentina puts her belt on the line against Alexa Grasso. And then, of course, the one that we've all been waiting for, the return of John Bones Jones takes on surreal gun get in right now if you want john jones i think by the time the fight goes off he's about a minus 200 coming up next we're going to tap out of here and we're going to give you the method to the madness of course before we do that marcel dorf is going to join us we're going to talk about this fight and other things and then we'll tell you how to make some money for ufc 285 tonight you're locked in to the bet ql network